Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hi, I'm Kate Berlant. I'm Jacqueline Novak. And this is Poog, an ongoing conversation about wellness between two obsessive friends. Two untamable intellects. This is our hobby. This is our hell. This is our naked desire for free products. This, this is, is Poog. Poog. Today's topics, loosely speaking, Nosers, positive antigen, pina colada. Well, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. I got COVID-19. <laughs> well done, Kate. Well said. It's amazing how much can change in a week. When did we last record? About a week ago, if you can imagine, because we really pushed it to the end and, you know, that cough people heard. Honey, it was real. Was a COVID cough. I, in the period since we recorded, I confirmed my positive result, went through the worst of it, which I'm very lucky to say was not bad. Yeah. And I'm now fully kind of on the other side. Caperland, folks. It's funny when something becomes utterly mundane that was so significant, you know, like to have a mild case of COVID. Losing one's virginity. Yeah, absolutely. And COVID. Yeah, classics. It's like, did it hurt? Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you look gorgeous. Thanks. I had a thing where my hair was okay. You ever do this? You pull a sweatshirt or a sweater, ideally, over your your head, and you don't pull your hair out from inside the sweatshirt. It stays in there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of course, the bob, and then you get to pretend you have short hair. You get to pretend you have a bob, and. There's something about it that I'm like, 
oh, I never look better than I do when it's in there. Mm. I think about this a lot. What you're referring to is not all the hair still gathered in it, but just a little bit. Because mm. when, you, when you pop the front out, is that what you mean? Like, there's something for me that's very, it's very Carrie Bradshaw. I wish I could tell you exactly what episode, but oh, a, yeah. a, a woman with long-ish hair putting on a coat and not untucking the hair. Oh, that's New York City fashion. <laughs> My mother must. We always get into a little scuffle over this because from time to time, I'll put a jacket on, keep my hair in. And she goes, bring your hair out. She's like, untuck your hair. And I'm like, no, I'm sexual. And I'm yes. keeping my hair in my coat. Yes, I'm sexual. It's like, no, to ugh. me, that is, there's nothing chicer than being contained in the coat. If you have the long hair. I actually did mean the full, and I think it's because, like, you can't force it after. I'm trying right now to force it after to create the no, effect. No, you can't recreate. Because it's usually when you pull it down, it's really, like, covers the ears. And you're just this woman who's, know, like, what is it? who's living her life. It speaks th this idea that you've just pulled on a sweater, mm -hmm. which is different mm -hmm. than merely wearing a sweater. To have just yeah. pulled one on is to say... It suggests movement. Yes. It's like you're in motion. You're in... Yes. Because there's something that happens to me sometimes... <laughs> Waking up in in the morning in like a semi chilly house, mm. getting out of bed, pulling on the sweatshirt to go make coffee. Mm, there it is, folks. Like that is <laughs> heaven. Fun. That's good. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. And I think I'm sort of jumping to this fantasy of you know I'm imagining myself as this kind of other woman who who goes out back and the friends are there and it's getting a little chilly and mm. oh I just pulled on a sweater right over my head and it's not for 40 minutes that the hair comes out as a result right. of whatever yeah mid-story you pull it out yeah just to get to pretend yeah. you're not vain almost when it actually is vanity at play right because you're like look how unbearably beautiful i am with my hair tucked in you don't it's kind of maybe inherently erotic to you know cover up the hair right can't we cover up something can't give me something to cover I kind of want to get back to my COVID. No, I do too. <laughs> I want the COVID to be kind of the... Well, um, I'll say, because I am fascinated by the, the dates around all of this. So I'm technically like on the seventh day since my symptoms started, which were, again, always mild, but I had fatigue, which felt unusual because I was so... We had just traveled together. We just gone on a beautiful trip together mm -hmm. with a friend of ours. You know, who knows, but I'm convinced that I contracted on the plane ride back. And this is more just my little story I tell myself, but we were surrounded by, there were specifically two men who really didn't want mm -hmm. to put those masks on. Remember we were whispering, it's always men. Yeah. Well, it quite frankly is. And we told the flight attendants like, <laughs> and these gals didn't really care. In fact, one of them, I yeah, looked over. I want to over, talk about it actually. Yeah. I was really upset because one of them was having a full conversation with this guy about who God knows what. And he had his mask completely off and she was just joyfully had her head right next to his mouth. The flight attendant or? Yeah. No, yeah, the flight attendant oh, had, not just was some talking girl. to okay. him with no mask on. I was like, well, that's strange. But I noticed immediately the man who was right in front of us had it down around his nose was never covered. And so the boldness I mean, was I know which. it's been said, but nosers, there's something about them that's no, I know it's a very specific. Breed. I mean, it's I can't say it's more maddening, but it is distinctly maddening. It's yeah. it's, its own uh, madness. 
And is. Um, we dealt with a few <laughs> nosers, you and me. We absolutely did. And I was really impressed because you did a active eye roll. Yeah. You oh, did I an active hard. eye roll. We were in a long airport line with a major noser. And, you know, I, I get afraid because you're in a I long line. I get turned line. on. It gets me excited. <laughs> or remember, oh my God, now I want to go back and remember. There was one guy who didn't have his mask on at all. It was under his chin. And he was with these two women. And then I was horrified to see there was like sexuality between one of them. Like mm-hmm. I was like, wait, that's his girlfriend. I was devastated for her. Then... <laughs> I started to get more and more heated because we were in this like, I was in this furious. line for so long. Yeah. And what was my big line I wanted to say to him? <laughs> oh, oh, I know what it was. Wait, don't remind me. I just remembered. But I want you to remember. All right, you ready to deliver it? You can't deliver your own joke. All right, hold on. On hold air. On. Is it this? Can I have your mother's phone number? Because I'd like to call her and tell her she's a whore <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that she raised her son poorly it was like the follow-up yeah no i no i just wanted to say that's in my big anger i was like i want to just say oh hey can i get your mom's number i just want to call and tell her she's a whore i wanted to get into a fight with this guy it was just he was he was peacocking and also he was speaking very loudly and he, he was peacocking he loved being with these two girls i mean i just everything about him in a long 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 line long of people line. at an airport everyone's doing that their- everybody else is masked how can he look around with no self-consciousness like oh and that was my other line for him to oh cut yeah in. i wanted to say please sorry would you mind putting on your mask we both have cancer which is something oh, that's almost right. like, what do you need to hear to make the severity of the situation matter? Yeah. We spent some time on this in line, actually, because I was like, no, when you say that you would say to him, we have cancer, like you put it on, we have cancer, the two of us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not laughing at cancer, to be clear. <laughs> to be absolutely clear. I want to know if you were fantasizing about that, where... Is he supposed to believe us or is he supposed to well, know? Well, there's nothing it? you can say to that. He can't say to if us. If he knows it's a lie, you can't the, say. To me, it highlights your lack mm-hmm. of concern for the health of people around you. It's not about your own individual discomfort. It's about yeah, protecting people from what you might be carrying. Whatever health issues people have that might not be directly <laughs> what if he said, obvious. Actually, I have cancer. I would have gone, well, show me the fucking paperwork. Right. And then he goes, show me yours. I go... I didn't start a fight with him, but, oh, so I'll just say on the plane ride home, one of these guys didn't want to wear their mask, was in the aisle across, and I was watching him because he did this really pathetic display with the flight attendant about the wine. I saw him kind of consulting the menu. I saw him talking to her. This is when she was talking to him. He had no mask on. And then she disappears. She disappears, comes back with two full bottles of, Mm -hmm. you know, just the shit Delta wine and he's really looking at the labels pouring over them going oh god which one am I gonna do and he's doing this whole performance then she returns with a beer and a glass of one of those wines for him and she goes away and I watch him savoring the 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 sip of (laughs) wine and letting it roll in his (laughs) mouth and he even does so much as to kind of do a you know, his exactly. head's moving back and forth. He's trying to understand well, what exactly is going on here. Oh, my God. To watch him doing that and just watch him down the wine, down the beer. And then I'll say that when we landed, I noticed he was getting something out of the overhead and the flight attendant happened to be kind of hovering near him. And I couldn't hear exactly what was said, but I just heard the words full medium bodied. 
He was still no, talking about the no, wine. No, no, and she no, looked no, completely no. disinterested. I'm like, leave her alone. I just heard him go, yeah, medium bodied. He's still talking about the wine. I really yeah, like. I have so many mosquito bites, Jacqueline. Oh, really? Oh, my God, my leg. You know what you're supposed to do, right? What? Not, Not itch them? Oh, I know. I itch around. I go tantric with it. I know. I. <laughs> uh, you, <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Itching around, though, I wonder, is it? drawing the histamines anyway you know don't it's just say it. or scratching around i always forget i say itching oh uh, which is you know everyone knows scratch an itch i saw a doctor well um, online of course but a doctor say itching to mean scratching <laughs> i was shocked i've also seen you know i appreciate <laughs> this shocking. actually vets referring to the front legs of a cat as arms and they're not doing it as a joke and I appreciate it because it's like <laughs> yeah, totally. let's get real half let's, the time those are her arms we're humans we're looking at animals it, it's not it makes sense we're gonna look yeah. through the I mean prism of our own bodies when there's when they're able to grab things with their hand a ball yeah and toss it back and forth I mean there are times when their paw is a hand let's get let's get up abs- <laughs> let's get absolutely oh yeah real. full dexterity and when they're seated on their legs and their hands are going around in the air. I mean, what, what, what those wildly. legs? No. Yeah. Anyway, I think I got it from him. I'll never know. But that's the little story I've told myself. I'm very grateful that you seem to have dodged it. Well, I mean, a classic <laughs> dynamic. Me awoken by the news. We know that I awaken every morning with a dry throat. And that's why I start most days with the steam. Mm. That flew out of my mind, of course. Of course. I was like, well, I guess I have it too. Well, I and also want to... You're like, you do, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, babe, it's COVID. <laughs> we all know testing is very confusing, but I'm shocked to say that with full symptoms, I got two negative rapids and two negative PCRs, which is quite alarming to me. I felt fully I ill and had two negative PCRs. You got... And all you got was one antigen. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought you were skipping over. One at-home rapid tested right. positive. I woke up in the morning one day sounding like absolute shit. My cough was pretty bad yeah. and I took an at home and it was positive. But, oh, this is like regaling someone with your dreams, regaling someone with your COVID symptoms. I mean, I, Well, I, both I, are interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just say that my symptoms really were a cold, but not even a bad one. I'm so grateful I didn't get sick in a real way, but no loss of taste and smell and no sore throat. Sore throats are my just God. so depressing. I've been prone the to them my whole life. Strep every year as a kid. You got to get a culture to test yes. if it's strep. Oh, I, the, the strep culture. I mean, that's like the culture of my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant actually, well, both, I guess I meant. But I meant the culture as in the swabbing your throat to oh. get the culture. Oh, I know. That's oh, I what thought I mean. you meant the culture around strep throat because I believe in that as well. Well, here's what's strange in that moment. I know what you meant about getting a throat culture because I would get throat cultures constantly to see if there was strep throat. But in the moment that I said that was the culture <laughs> of my childhood, the word culture as a throat culture disappeared for me. Oh, it disappeared. Not That's interesting. Fine. Okay, so... Um, no, keep it. <laughs> no. So remember on the last poog where I was horrified by my canker sores? Honey. Exactly, COVID folks. symptoms. So I... So this is the weirdest symptom I had. Yesterday, my teeth were aching. They were sensitive. It was like breathing in air kind of hurt them. Uh, and I was like, so I immediately Googled two sensitivity COVID. Hell. There it is, folks. Right there. In rare cases, some people have that. I email my dentist instantly. He responds. Love him for it. And I said, wow. 
Dr. Kim, two sensitivity. I said, also, I happen to have two really painful canker sores on my tongue as I was developing the virus. He said, absolutely. Two sensitivity, canker sores, mouth um, rashes. Damn. He said, I've seen it all. Can you believe? It's called freaking canker. By the way, my canker sores are gone. Thank God. My bitten lip, which was hell. My mouth is is healed. Thank God. Okay. A big part of misting for me is the delivery mechanism. What mist is that? Neogen Real Ferment Micro Mist. Oh. 90% bioferment complex. As you know, fermented ingredients are the rage. 4% multivitamins, balances, clarifies, and hydrates. And the spritz function stopped working. Oh, which no. That's hard. The whole bottle's over. ruined. It's over. I'm going to do pry it open and decant it into... Another yeah, bottle. No, it would have to be with a hammer because it's fused. And delivery, I mean, we've talked about this with Drunk Elephant. That looks like a nice spritz out of that one. Because they have excellent packaging. Oh, no, she's back. Not all spritzes are the same. Like sometimes you get a mist out of a bottle that's really harsh and, yeah. Oh, no, this one, it's right in the sweet spot of, what's it called? I mean, almost, dare I say, aerosolizing, but it's non-aerosol. <laughs> it's a fine mist. But it mm, comes with, mm. with force. You're making me want to mist myself. Misting all you've day. Really, as I know I've said this on every poop, but you've really changed my life. When I wake up now every morning, instantly I essence spray my face and it mm. just feels great. We'll throw it a break, as they say in abyss. Okay, hold your Jesus. spritzes. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household, in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Babbel is convenient. Kate and I talk about it all the time. Love the way Babbel helps you for those quick real-world interactions. Like how to order food or ask for directions. How to have a decent conversation with a merchant. And who doesn't want to go on vacation? I know the language. 
Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash poog. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash poog. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash poog. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So, yeah, I mean, what more is there to say about my COVID experience? I mean, it, it is one of those things where I will say today's seven days of not seeing a soul and I'm fine. Which, as we know, new for you. I was texting you earlier and I said, I've never done that. Seven days just completely alone and in my house. Because it's mean, not, not just seven days not socializing because I was like, that's like my whole life. Yeah. I mean, you're not even at the store. Yeah. I went on two walks when I received my first negative PCR and I was still feeling shitty, but not so shitty, I went on a walk, you know, in an isolated area. And then I went on a walk today, also in an isolated area. But aside from that, I've really been indoors and I'm fine. I would think that I would maybe melt down or feel really lonely or sad, but that just didn't happen. Yeah. What is that? Is that spiritual growth? Is that? <laughs> maybe it's that, you know, it was the fear the whole time. Yeah. Not the actuality. Totally. Like you've been avoiding a monster that isn't even there. You're exactly right. It's the relief that comes from facing the fear and it's revealed to be what it really is, a, a shadow dancing on the wall. If you told me that I would have a podcast one day, that uh -huh. alone would have shocked me. If you told me I would have a podcast and then I'd be talking about canker sores. <laughs> yeah. Well. I don't know. It's fine. Who cares? You mean so like I just, you're I just, horrified by the like non-artistry kind of? Yeah, just kind of that? like, oh, here I am. Being artists. Like, me here being like, yeah, I had a little cough, nothing too bad. I'm like, wow. No, 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 I know. But I think we Pooga is performance art. Okay, yeah, thank you. No, I don't know if that's what it is. That's just me reaching for a term that already has some cultural meaning. But I think this doesn't have to be your work. You're an artist. Yeah, no, no. Who passes the time with a friend? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm humiliated by the endeavor. I mean, not the endeavor. I'm humiliated that, you know, let's just say spend 10 years writing and, and making a film, right? Mm -hmm. It's two hours, okay? <laughs> right. I'm, I'm afraid, like, the work I leave behind, okay, like 900 hours of Poog, and then, like, 
four hours worth of other forms of whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Maybe we need, you know, Pooga stricken with death. <laughs> yeah, just suddenly. We die, it ends. We oh die. All is deleted. You better be recording with a secondary, you know, method. Threatening them now. with the lack of archive. I will say, again, this is like boring, but I'm proud of myself. <laughs> the last seven days, I haven't been on social media at all. I think mm. I'm like, I think I'm kind of free. I don't know. Yeah. I had to log on to cancel my shows and then I just immediately deleted it. I feel that the hours I would have logged the last week scrolling oh, endlessly yeah. messaging, like that would have been a huge. Well, I'm, I'm proud you didn't use the diagnosis as sort of a, well, it's time to fall back on my old. Oh, yeah, yeah. My old. I mean, sicknesses. I used your diagnosis to like consider an ice cream sundae lunch or whatever because we had uh, journeyed together when you were I was fell ill we, we were both like oh I've got it too yeah I did sniffle once on Poog last week and so and so I sort of spent a day we went and got the PCRs whatever and uh, negative and Andrew's negative and as as, you, as we all know none of it means nothing you can't trust a single goddamn <laughs> test god I haven't been tortured I've just been like I can't do it I have to just sit here and Rewatch Sex in the City, and I'm about right. to finish the series, and I'm actually savoring. It. I don't want to finish it, and oh my I've God. burst into tears multiple times, twice when um Carrie and Stanford are at the prom, and it's like, ooh, baby, please don't go, and oh, um, yeah. they're slow dancing, and I, that and, music can push you over. Oh, that the Bee Gees fucking will tank you, frying pan to the head. Do you remember in my so-called life? Did you watch? I watched it once when I was 18. Loved yeah, it, never returned. Yeah. There's a like mother-daughter fashion show that Angela's avoiding, like doesn't want to be part of. It's cheesy, right now. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of like a fight with the mother and the whole thing. And at the end, she does She's it. She's really but When good. she walks down the thing and they're playing, um, um, oh, Return to Innocence. Freaking Echinacea. How do you feel about, this is the jargon of parenthood that, you and me as people who don't have babies don't really have cause to use. And so it's just, to me, it's jargon. Like being like, um, so-and-so's down. Meaning sick? No, sorry. Or asleep. <laughs> yeah, like I put them down. Like, will you put Jojo down? And then like being yeah, like, no, Jojo's down. Of course, I've never had need to say that. And it's... Yeah, we've never had need to say it. Because I feel like... It's a little scary, actually. To not have needed to say it? No, it's a scary phrase. Oh, yeah. Like putting like, your baby down? They're down. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe it's a fantasy. Yeah. The musings of, of childless women. You put your baby down. I was watching Sex and the City and jerking off. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you feel about, it's not guilting the lily, but it is trying to make something better and making it worse. Yeah. It's like trying to be more formal. Okay, you're referring to shit as in fecal matter, okay? Okay. But you're not trying to say shit, literally. You use the word shit the way you might use the word stuff, but then it applies to shit. So it's like a nightmare. For example, me trying to colloquially say to someone as I'm handing them fiber, okay, and they're struggling, <laughs> okay, me being like, you just got to get that shit out, right? Oh, I'm like, God. you got to get that shit out. And then I'm like, no, okay? That's right, not a perfect right, example. Right. But like I've said shit to mean stuff, but it means actually shit. Actually refers to shit. Like, careful, there's shit everywhere. No, that one, one time, me and my friend, me and my friend Laura, we were driving some kind of long journey, and it was one of these 
weird situations you get in where there's somehow no food on a long drive. Like what? Like you assume that it's going to be like whatever turnpike you're used to that has a million food stops. Have you ever had this happen? Yes. Going miles and miles oh. and miles with nary a sign. God, okay, like the, the salivation that occurs for me when I see one of those, you know, green classic road signs, but you see color on them. When you, you see, see like the red, when you know it's that a McDonald's. it's advertising a It's a Burger King. A it's a Denny's. You see primary colors adorning an otherwise green sign, and it's so far away. Mm. But me and my friend were on this trip, and it was this thing where we kept, we, were, we got so hungry, but then because we were so hungry, it almost became that it had to be good. Yeah, like, that's very real. Like we stopped somewhere and it was almost like a Denny's or an IHOP, that sort of thing. And we went in and one of us went to the bathroom. I think it was Harriet. And came back and was like, it's like a shit show in there. And I was, and then it was like revealed to be actual like shit. It was a shit show in there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. They were selling tickets and we left. Oh, wow. And then we ended up at fuck what's this it's a chain italian restaurant and to me it'll always be like the finest meal i ever had you know it's like a chain family italian restaurant That's it's like not something the Olive like Garden, cartucci's obviously. but not cartucci's we got like the antipasta like platter mm. before getting these big bowls of pasta it was like a roadside version of the season finale of the first season of the sopranos right i think mm. it's where they go into Artie buco's restaurant he's like we're out of this and that and it's like whatever you got Artie." like oh, they're all in like the rain. Don't they come in out of the rain carmella and tony like yeah Oof, god damn and i gotta rewatch Artie buco just bring starts bringing out food that whole feeling so of comfort like the chef's got you yeah nothing oh my god nothing i mean i'm hungry right now so you know what i'm gonna do tonight i have some fabulous chicken broth i'm gonna grate raw garlic into it mm. squeeze a lemon salt and pepper and that's it i imagine <laughs> no that's, that's not it but i'm alarmed to say yeah what my period has not stopped since i saw you really i think it's a COVID thing i mean not like full endless blown. period yeah endless permanent period. period and my f fucking tits are sore damn hold on the stamina to be able to hear the voice of the divine and carry through to the consequence. Wait. Who won't be crushed because someone said, I think you're going to fail. That one remark would stop you when on the other hand, you could hear the voice of heaven. You could be stopped because you need one person's approval. Excuse me? Such a weak backbone, have you? I think through all of my work, when I teach sacred contracts, which I still do, and Alan I Mace. work with people who want to know the agreements or their the contracts written in the in their soul come through in the language of archetypes or symbols. And people want to know what's my highest potential when they can't function in their lowest. Why do they always want, gimme, gimme, gimme everything, gimme big, huge, when they can't function at the lowest? How greedy is that? But it says, God owes me. I'm owed. 
I want, 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 want. And it doesn't occur. What was I born to give? Can you believe her? Okay, I needed you to hear a little bit of her voice to understand. Yeah, I've never heard her voice. What I love. Yeah. Excuse me? No. She's like, I just die for her. Anyway, what do you think you were born to give? All right, no, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay, let's talk about... Okay, here I go. So we had this really beautiful trip with a friend of ours and pina coladas were involved. And oh, I, and, and we had a big growth moment. Well, I'll tell the story and then I'll explain how I felt the other day as it, I reflected back on it. So, you know, I'm very territorial around my own food <laughs> and drink, okay? And I'm very entitled to a bite sip or a bite. <laughs> so we're dining with, with a couple and, and someone's getting... Um, a dessert and you're deciding whether not to get one and I hear you mumbling to yourself about how you have a bite of theirs and I'm leaning over. No, like no, listen. Husband. In that situation, he offered. He said, Will you want some bites? No, but there was a different moment. I know what you're talking about. Okay. There was a different moment where and you whispered, you're like, before you offered the bites. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do not. Do not. Like so like controlling in this way but also it it reveals our closeness like it's something i would say to my mother where i'm just so sure i have the right answer that i'm just gonna tell you not do it you know what i mean so there was a series of moments where i feel like i ordered pina coladas and you made more like adult choices and then were disappointed as a result (laughs) (laughs) okay which i mean it's a big issue for me Uh, i also have a huge fear around sweetness because they trigger migraines for me and alcohol no, absolutely. In my defense. I empower you. Yeah. Right. I empower you thus. Like, that doesn't mean you're owed one sip out of the 20 sips of my drink, right? Right. I empower you to order it and have a single sip of yours. And throw it across the room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, do, I try to manage socially to not be a fucking jerk. Right. So I don't go swatting the hands away of people I'm socializing with, you know, whatever. Now, when you get really close to me there I might start to feel like I can go for it and express the needs however I feel shame (laughs) I've almost felt tears again but because I know that you're you help yourself make choices by comforting yourself with I can have the bite you know I can have the sip or whatever you know what else I think is unacceptable not really but are you ready you'll love it Mm -hmm. you might want a pina colada or you might want the the bold drink I'm getting but you're gonna wait to taste mine to decide (laughs) if if you'll get it (laughs) So I'm like glad mine can my pina colada be the testing ground, and then and then you take a little sip. No, I'm good. I don't need it. Like the I don't need it. I don't need it. No, it's just I. It's a gr- cool a sip is gone from the thing I knew I wanted because I've already had a couple things where I've not blinked an eye at you taking a sip of my, trying my pina colada, and I'm not saying every single one yeah, devastated me or I was thinking about it, but there's something in me that knows that if something comes, it it adds to my pleasure to just know the boundaries. Completely of, fair. You know, the first sip. A lot uh, of people want the first sip. Yeah. What? What? The first sip on a dry straw sometimes happens. It's almost like they get it out of the way. Their borrowed sip. I like went for it, and I it was like terrifying. I went well, for it. I want to be clear. I think yeah. I took one sip of your pina colada. A different one. There was a different pina colada. I asked for a sip. And I gave it. And then you gave it. And then a couple days later, and then a couple days later, you ordered a pina. I ordered a marg. And I think I heard maybe a little something, (laughs) a little comment. A little like, how is it? Hmm. I think it might have been before it came. I think, I don't think you said anything. I think I just go, and you're not having a sip. Yeah, that's what it was. (laughs) 
and you started crying. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're not having a sip. And then, and you were like, I'm going to cry again. I love it. You like respected the boundary. Yeah. (laughs) But even more, no, it's not that you respected the boundary. That's what it was. Like, you didn't abandon me for me claiming a boundary. I was proud of you. And you were proud. It was profound. It was. And you were so sweet because you had, you were crying and you were like, you're not mad. And I was like, I'm not mad. I can't you're even articulate mad. how I'm not mad. The depth to which I'm not mad. Even then I was like, I already regret it. I'm a monster. You know, like I'm hideous. And then like, you actually forced the sip later. But that was for, why oh. was that? Remember? You were like, wait, actually, <laughs> try this. And I was like, yeah, so later I was like, you know, you try it. And you're like, Jacqueline, like almost like, don't go back on, yeah, on what yeah. you did. But there and was I a specific was like, reason. No, but what was now it? it's different. Now it's different because I wasn't acting out of fear, obligation, I'm or guilt. I'm pretty sure I was about 95% not acting out of fear, obligation, and guilt. And then the most tragic thing happened, which I had ordered, I think it was a spicy mezcal beverage. I was enjoying it. Yeah. And then I thought for another round, I go, you know what? Fuck it. Oh, so I, I told yes, yes, the waiter I was about out. my mezcal cocktail. I said, could you just do a little bit of agave? Not too sweet. He said, yeah. Yeah. Which is honestly key when you order a margarita. Oh, yeah. You almost always have no. to say a little like, less please, sweet. Please, no, don't And they're do like, it. it's going to be really tart. And I'm like, like give I me the lime juice, know. squeeze it directly into my throat. Yes. That would hurt. But yeah. And um, I said, I'm going to have a pina colada. And <laughs> I said, another round for me, too. Oh. Obviously, my thrill is that yeah. now I'm going to have one with you. I would kill for a pina right now. Okay. <laughs> the pina coladas arrive. I'm so excited. Mine is. Not sweet. Mine neither. So it's like they took the note <laughs> and they produced ice with rum. Yeah. The mm-hmm. appearance of a delicious pina colada. And by the way, yeah. your pina colada, which I had tried, was not too sweet. It was wonderful. No. It was not Perfection. sickeningly sweet at all. That was devastating to down the whole pina with no sweetness. Oh, yeah, I still sucked it down like mother's milk. Gotta say, we, we, met, we met a great married couple. That night we had a hell of a time with them, but they're on a honeymoon. Anyway, the point is, then flash forward to we're at the airport, and this felt like real. This felt like oh, progress. I forgot about this. Yeah, this is where I thought it was going. We're at the airport. Progress for who? You? Yeah. Oh my god! Amazing. <sighs> I mean, I just yeah. Because you. So really- I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Yeah. We're in a we're in a crowded little airport. I see a tiny stairwell, mm-hmm. and I say, "Let's go up there." What's up there? An outdoor bar. By the way. Never in my life at an airport have I seen an outdoor bar. Have you? I mean, at right the gate, in if folks, you have. Never elsewhere either, but at the gate, can you imagine? I know. On yeah, exactly the at the gate, not like before you go through security. Into hell. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a little bar. It reminded me of the friendlies menu. I saw in the back of someone's menu. Again, bright colors. Kind of big, stupid colors of when they've got a drink blown up on the back of the menu. I see cream. I see maybe mm. red for a maraschino. Mm. You know, I see yellow. And I just go, oh, my God. And then this is always what it is for me. Is it possible that's frozen? Is it possible it's frozen? And I was like, I think they might have it. Do you think? I shut you down. I was like, I don't think so. You go, I don't see a blender back there, right? Mm-hmm. And then you saw a blender I back there. I saw a there. blender. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean... To be able to have a pina in the sunshine. To have a pina. At your gate. With Are you, you kidding at me? At the gate. And I really never drink when I fly. I never have until with you, really. And us having a pina, it wasn't very alcoholic in retrospect. 
I don't know. There was a floater of rum on it. Mm, I don't know. Damn. Anyway, down in the pina, floated mm, onto so the plane, good. contracted COVID. <laughs> but <laughs> I wonder if it could have been on that little shuttle bus. I mean, there's endless possibilities. Yeah. Because I started telling myself a story about how <laughs> I caused your COVID because I didn't drive you to mm. the lift area. Which, by the way, it was it would have been impossible to drive to. I, I studied it after. Yeah. But I then yesterday suddenly I had a flashback to going and you can't have a sip, okay? Yeah. And felt hot shame. Well, again. by the way, that's not how you said it, Jacqueline. You were like, <laughs> and you can't have a sip, bitch. You were very sweet. You were scared, and you were oh like, oh my god, no, no, because you know what's so sweet about it. Yes. You made it into kind of like a joke. You're like, you're not getting a sip. Oh, you're like, right. And you're not getting a sip. Yeah. It was so sweet. And then the tears came. <laughs> I'm so happy you did it. Something that you. I'm so happy you felt safe with me to say you can't have a sip. And to no, know that I would never hold it huge. against you. It's honestly huge. And that's shit what like the miracles that cannot... are in those small things. Profundity lies there. But yeah, like, no, there's something about our friendship that there's certain things that you, I don't know, somehow heal for me. No, no, I know what you mean. That unexpected. just are un- unexpected. Like, yeah. you're not what I expect almost the healing to be. Yeah. It's like. That's cool. I think you're resilient to, like, my, like, I can be a little moody with you and it's okay. Yeah. Well, that's true intimacy. Yeah. And. Yeah, we can have a little, like. We don't have like fights, so we can have a little spice on the text, and it's fine. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> well, yes. This has to be a very common thing. Like this kind of every fourth argument with a friend, you're like, "We really gotta stop having these conversations via text." You just can't tell what people mean. <laughs> I think it was misinterpreted because it was on text. Is simultaneously true and a great way out. Of a yeah. fight that occurs on text, you know? Totally. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu. Don't want to find out how he met their mother? Then go back with the Dunphys. The Pritchetts and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Can you even watch all this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Have you been to London? Because I'm going to London. Have you what? Been to London? Because I'm going for the first time I've never been. Have I been? Oh, yes. yes. It's heaven. It's heaven. Like, do you have any restaurant recs? Not for now, but I'll later. send you. I'll send you some. some All right. I'll accept yeah. them from the Poog uh, community as well. I've been thinking about a loose plan of going in the summer. <sighs> thinking of finally seeing Paris. Oh, you must. As an honors French student. I, I traveled. <gasps> you know, an hour to go to a French language contest in high school. I remember accepting an award in French for my, some kind of special French language thing. Yeah. And I've never seen Paris. So I didn't know that you were a French speaker. Well, I've refused. Although some people were able to clock my excellence via my <laughs> on our ads. Oh, on our ads. Oh yeah, there was a French. One time there was a French child in the waiting room of a spa of some kind. And a little French child came up to me and said like, vous parlez français? Or whatever. Okay. <gasps> and I like couldn't believe it. I like had the answer. And I'm going to try it right now. I don't know if I'll be able to do it. But for whatever reason, it came out perfectly. I'm going to try it right now. Okay. Je parle un peu. Not uh-huh. bad. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Little. Oh, yeah. That wasn't very good. And I don't want anyone to think I think that was good. I have a self-consciousness because... My dear, dear, dear friend from childhood spent a year in Paris during childhood. Can you imagine? Oh, and a French child. So then I was worried she'd come back sophisticated, and mm. she did. <laughs> oh, right. You're fake French, right? Yeah, totally See, fake. It just says it all right there. Sounds real. <gasps> Fuck. It's so good. It's so good. Imagine if you had the actual words. Uh, 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 See, I don't know if me knowing some of it 
holds me back what i get oh definitely this is really hard for me actually it definitely holds you back no no i think it's impossible to speak a fake language if you know any of it really with one of your talents is they're able to produce a diversity of sounds i was just trying to do it and i was only getting like three consonants i'm like like see how like i keep leaning on the same sounds yeah because you know too much can you do a headstand no i really fear applying weight on the head upside down (laughs) maybe it's just me no i I mean the thing about headstands is you know everyone wants to do them and Uh, yet you google them and it's crack neck there's issues but do keep in mind you've never seen someone standing only on their head right (laughs) so in that sense yes you're applying weight but you're not applying your full weight where's the rest of the weight if not the head in the two hands Oh, wait, like a tripod head was just a head. Try to picture someone here. Try to picture someone on their head. Right. Feet in the air. And then their arms at the side to their sides. Yeah. No one does that. (laughs) That's that's not what a headstand is. No, that's like if you turned like a doll upside down. I was completely picturing hands flushed down to the side. (laughs) Hands flushed down to the side of the body is often humorous. And it's very (laughs) humorous when upside down. Um, Sometimes I really get lost. I just looked out my window and something about the gentle flickering of lights in the evening. You know, I'm talking about houses, like looking at the distance and seeing the oh, little lights. Oh, to see it, to see a set of homes, and, and it's just sweet. God damn it! It just is to see little fairy little, tale like, land, little fairies. It looks like you could knock it over with your fingers, like when you see like yeah. a bunch of little houses dotting a hill. It's like a train set. Yeah, it feels like you could just yes. yeah. Did miniatures captivate you? Oh, yeah. My mom set up for me because I was probably jealous of my older sister's dollhouse. She showed me like how we could set up an apartment inside of one of my closets. We cleared off one of the shelves, set it up in there. I think it was calico critters. Those little Are guys. They, like, soft? Yeah, but, but hard. But hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're like fuzzy edges. But yeah, there's something really pleasing about yes, them. I do know those. I never had those. But and there I've was a little them. adhesive piece of art that we like stuck again and it lived there forever you know like when the things from someone's childhood live in their bedroom mm-hmm. as a teen fully the things that like can't be removed i had stickers on a mirror i had that those are very specific so there's still a couple stickers on the mirror yeah i like that something very supremely comforting about that but i've been pursuing the headstands i'm very excited about it <laughs> now i'm just picturing my headstand yeah like kate no like you're like i'm gonna go for it to see you your shoulders just like descending your cervical oh last night i was just googling occipital occipitalis muscles what's that which muscle is that that's the back of the head Uh oh it's like back of the head and it's next they claim no go ahead go ahead no i mean i didn't think you were fully just saying next to me like no, I said like next. Next topic. Like next make me nervous. Oh, neck. No, <laughs> next. but it's yeah. No, but it's. <laughs> I was did not think that was what it was, yeah. but because I was laying back on the couch and my head was against like the hard part of the couch, you know, the arm, and I just sort of started moving my head ever so slightly, and it was the sweet ache of what I've been taught. You know, is oh, it must be a trigger point. Oh, mm-hmm. like when you press on this spot, it refers pain to these other areas, so there must be a little knot there. There must be a little trigger point that I have to apply 30 seconds of pressure. I went through a real trigger point phase. Mm. I mean, it's one of the things I Google in the night. Well, have you ever looked at images of just like those diagrams? No. I already know the answer is no, no. No, no? No, I haven't. 
Yeah, it's they're unbelievable. You could learn a lot. There's a spot that one uh, trigger point woman calls the bitchy point. <laughs> I know I've got one of those. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's a really satisfying sort of under the. Um, you massage it to not be a bitch. I think it's like that. <laughs> it causes a lot of issues. Where is it? I feel like I I need that one. Okay, and people are grumpy. So it's low, under the shoulder blade, kind of low. Didn't I make you like lean an elbow on on that spot once? Like I was like, can you just yeah, yeah? If you trace the inner line of the shoulder blade down, oh yeah, I got it right now. And it's like you just know you've hit something that needs to be worked out, but it's lower. You can't really reach over and get it. If you haven't Googled, you got to be careful because as we know, I go too hard with these things. And then you can like die instantaneously. So I watch these articles about self-massage, self-treatment of like muscles. Okay. And I like go for it oh, like no. in the neck. The classic, the um, sternocleidomastoid, which I only know from trigger point research, right? I go like, what the fuck? Right? There oh, it is. God. You turn your head to the side and it's like horrifyingly revealed. You see, there's the cl- clavicular part and the sternal part. It splits Whoa, in two, blah, 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 blah. I've read the same information over and over again. That's scary. To- and then I grab it. So actually, what ah. you're supposed to do, but you relax so that you, so it's softened. You can do that to identify it. And then you relax, you turn in towards it. You work it with your fingers and you feel for little knots. And it's very satisfying, the concept. But okay. I have set off massive headaches as a result. Oh, where I'm like, went too hard last night. And it's because I conceptually have an idea right. that, you know, it's that thing where I was having that fantasy again, but ooh, if I could just snip a oh, muscle. Oh God, I'm truly gonna pee. The relief, yeah. the relief. Well, that's like when you, know, you have a bad migraine, you just wanna drive a screwdriver into your head. Right. That's the only thing that will help is if I actually take a hammer and just bash my face. <laughs> right, like the relief, yeah. like it would release it. Ugh. This is like, this is me now. I get tired at seven o'clock. I've been practically asleep by nine all week. Do you mean this is me now as in COVID? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do think I've just. Nine's a very respectable bedtime. That's because it's psychotic. I can't be someone who goes No, I don't nine. mean for you, but it's interesting because did you have a bedtime as a child? I'm asking because, you know, these artist parents I of don't yours. I remember. Yeah, I could see you like not having one. But I remember just. Like when it was pushed. I don't remember having a bedtime. Yeah, I feel like you Ooh. didn't. When it was pushed and it was like nine. Text my mom and ask. And nine sounded so like. Adult. Like nine. Are you kidding? Whoa. I had this humongous plastic clock it hung in the wall of my bedroom. You know, if I quote couldn't sleep, uh, it was like, well, then read in bed. And sometimes I would just stay so up cute. all night long reading no. the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. I mean, until like 4 a.m. or something. Did they know you were in there doing that? I, I, I can't remember. It was part of this idea that my mom was sort of into, which was this kind of s- you're going to self-soothe thing. Oh, you can't sleep yeah. and you'll read in bed versus coming in here and announcing that you can't sleep. Right, right. I always think the night is 65 hours because the difference between evening and a new day is so vast. I think of you're those right. night hours as deeper. If time just is a lateral movement, it's like... Night hours are deeper. And I actually think part of it is they are because there's less distraction. Do you fantasize about burning the midnight oil? Because I sure do. Yes. You're right. I also consider the night is like two days long. Yes. (laughs) And I I think it also is an ADD thing. The night's like gun to my head. I'm like, what, 18 hours? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
And mom responded. I said, do that I have a bedtime growing up? She said, no, not like a serious bedtime. There weren't many rules. Ah, That's amazing. But I I wasn't like wild. I don't remember mine being like strict. I want to be clear. Yeah, yeah. I was always... Do you remember? Probably same deal. Probably don't remember your first R-rated movie. I was just born born watching porn, baby. Yeah. No, I just uh, my first R-rated movie. No, I think mine was Wildcats or Dirty Dancing. But Mm. Dirty Dancing, the family watched it together, and during the sex scenes, everyone left (gasps) to like get snacks and things like that, and I stayed. (laughs) Absolutely, I remember. I think I was like four. What? I think I was like four, oh. five. I don't know, but I was just like I have something actually. My parents had exactly two VHS tapes: Lawrence of Arabia and The Last Emperor, and <gasps> I ended up just watching them all the time. Wait, I remember watching The Last Emperor as a child once, like it came on TV, and my dad was like, "You should watch I this." I watched it a lot, and, and it, it made really an impression. Made an impression on me, and there's, yeah, there's no. sex in it. First of all. I got to revisit. Or there's like making out. Maybe they're just making out. Yeah. But that, you know, is as good as sex. <laughs> Better than it often. Clearly. But there's a moment where someone dies. And I remember as part of like the funereal, right? Like the ceremony or something. Someone puts a marble in this corpse's mouth. Like a big oh, marble. Wow. And that was like <gasps> captivated my attention. Is that? I wonder, th- yeah. I wonder what that is. I like that idea. So nothing can get in or out. Yeah, kind of. something. It was like in my memory. It's a big white marble. Oh yeah, but I we talked about this on Poog. I think how I yeah used a bottle forever, sucked from a bottle. Yeah, we've talked about Wait, that, Baba. I don't, th- I don't think we have. <laughs> I'm literally in shock. Really? No, we have chocolate Baba. We have. No, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think it's landed. I think we really have that. I chocolate used- Baba is what you said. <laughs> my Baba, my bottle. I was and old how, enough and that you, I would have like chocolate milk after school and I'd offer it a friend like chocolate baba. <laughs> oh, yeah. We I remember that anecdote. It. For some reason, I feel like it wasn't on Poog, but it was Poog. I could go for a chocolate baba right about now. My, I had a big plan to order sushi tonight, but I'm going to do it tomorrow night. Mm. Why? I know all decisions like this. It's just too late. And I have stuff for here. For the fish I'm to fine. be fresh? No, no, no. I just mean late in the evening. I just, I have food here. I, I don't want to be too wasteful. I roasted a cabbage this afternoon, for Christ's sake. You did? This is something for the for poo, wow. for the listeners. Yeah. To get, get yourself a green cabbage, okay, from the supermarket. Mm. Okay. Heat your oven to 400 degrees, 425. Okay. Cut the cabbage into quarters. Okay. Douse in olive oil, salt, and pepper. <laughs> Put it in the Pop oven in. for, I don't know, 10 minutes. Pop it open, look it up, and we rotate the slices for the char. When I tell you I was moaning, moaning, I was bent over the cabbage, <laughs> moaning, and tell okay. me that that won't happen to you. During early quarantine, we would get this delivery box of vegetables, and we would get two purple cabbages. Those last like two weeks. It's amazing. I would chop those babies up. Sometimes I'd saute them with ground meat. Have you ever heard of crack slaw? I think it's like... No. Crack slaw. Like, I don't know where it's big, but it's big. It's almost like coleslaw, but it's so good. Oh, it's crack. slaw. I lost it. Okay. Okay. And so crack slaw is I'm like... I cabbage. I love cabbage. Crack. And so I would go really hard with the purple cabbage. And boy, was it beautiful in the pan to see that purple. 
Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Just with the olive oil and the, the stuff, and then working with goddamn ground beef. I'll say it. Working with ground beef. You know the comforts in early quarantine. Like we, we had Taco Tuesday, but every night, and it was the best. It was really yeah. comforting. I mean, they, yeah. you know, I love that sort of thing. Like you're not gonna keep me to Tuesdays, but yeah, I got to get that cabbage going again. And then I also would like to get my fennel salad ripped from ripped straight from the pages of uh, Ultra Paradiso and. Okay. Mm. You mandolin fennel, mandolin cheese, Castle Vitrano Yeah, olives. so you mandolin up the uh, the fennel. You mandolin it pretty thin. You do the olive oil, but there's a, a specific, I, I think a little lemon juice. I feel like there's a little bit of a vinegar, a white vinegar maybe. I believe it. <sighs> Castle Vitrano's. Mm. And then you plate it like this. You, you mm. throw the, the, the Castle Vitrano's, you kind of mash them with your hand. You kind of break them up, a little pile of those. Mm. Toss the fennel with the olive oil and the vinegar and pile it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Drop the fronds on top. Oh, and then shave. Oh, this is what it is. This is key. Sharp provolone, folks. You shave sharp provolone on there. The the intersection of that cheese, the olive oil, with the tartness. Mm. God. You know what that sounds really good next to a bit? A steak au poivre, which I can make now. Really? I'll make it for you one day. How's that? I'd love that. I I went through a thing where I was making a lot of steak and there was this whole thing. I read this wonderful article. You salt the steak, okay? Aggressively, right? Rain and salt on it. You let it sit there and then you lay like rosemary, mm-hmm. shallots, whatever you want on top, okay? And you wait like a goddamn hour. Now here's why. You're going to die. The salt through osmosis draws the juices up and out it soaks up the rosemary and the shallot and then re-sinks back into the steak really are you not are you just are you blown away i have no idea and you you have to watch because you'll see it get like wet and but moist then you discard the juice no it goes back in <sighs> no because i'm familiar steak. with patting a steak dry because you don't want liquid on there because then it. oh right you, know, you don't want it steaming yeah yeah yeah, yeah. then you wipe off the salt basically okay okay so that was my question so it goes yeah. into the meat i'm gonna send you the imagery is like stunning the imagery it's like it's like an illustration send it to me send me the steak article and then it comes down and then i would throw it in the pan with with some butter mm-hmm. oh look mm-hmm. at us chef poog we've never gone into recipes i know um i do think we have to get on out also, I, I have to eat. Yeah, I can tell you're hungry. So am I, but... The starvation is fully taken I'm over. I'm going to do my Tracy first. I got to do Tracy. I'm going to do it outside on my MRO mat. I paid in full, folks. Believe me, it was terrifying to buy a nine by six mat. Nine feet by six. All right. Really proud of you. Unimaginable. Love ya. Love ya. That was Poog. If you enjoyed Poog, please subscribe, rate, and review. If not, we will press charges. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu, whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.